right, welcome Facebook friends. And we are talking about where we need to grow. And there was an acronym that John Maxwell came up with with some vital areas. See, we can't grow in everything. So he came up with this acronym called REAL. We say, what does REAL stand for? Well, the R is relationship, the E is equipping, the A is attitude, and the L is leadership. So there we are, REAL. We have to grow in our relationships, and our equipping, and our attitudes, and our leadership. And today we're going to take a look. Uh, well, before we get started, again, we're in the book, Leaderships. John Maxwell is one of his latest books. And uh, John Maxwell will be the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And my name is Bray Valdod, coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida. Not to be mistaken by my son, Bravel the Third, or my grandson, Bravel the Fourth. Anyways, so being real, relationships, equipping, attitude, leadership. But let's talk about one of my favorite. And one of my favorite is attitude. You know, I think that one of the greatest things I've always had as an asset on my side is attitude. And attitude is such a powerful thing. It's really opened a lot of doors for me. And as a matter of fact, probably one of the greatest stories that I love to tell is about the time when I was in the Navy Reserves. And what happens is a lot of times uh, during the time I was in the Reserves, there was a surplus of um, senior officers and there was a shortage of junior officers. So they were allowing, because they had the budget, they were allowing some of the senior officers to fill some of the junior officers' slots so that we could be paid as opposed to just work for work for free, pretty much, or for points towards retirement. Well, I put in my application, I got selected. Now, you have to understand, the Navy is very, uh, is divided pretty much into three distinct communities. You have your naval air, Navy air, aircraft. You got your naval surface ships, and you got your submariners, your submarine guys. And they're very tight communities. And uh, as a matter of fact, even when you get promoted, they promote within the specific communities. So um, what was interesting is I got selected for a job in the submariners community. I was from the service community. I was like a, a fish out of water. But, you know, I was happy to, to have a job and to be able to get paid. Now, this occurred in like the month of May or June. If you know anything about the Navy Reserves or Reserves in general, you normally do what they call drill on a weekend, which is a Saturday and Sunday. And then uh, you normally do two weeks of active duty somewhere uh, during the year. You go away for two weeks. So think about it. It's in May. That means if I'm and I, I only got selected for the rest of the fiscal year, which ends in the end of September. So if I'm in May, that's like two, four, six, eight. I may have eight days. So I was thinking to myself, well, 
I'm not going to learn on submarine stuff because I'm only going to be here for what eight, essentially eight days. So what I will do is just use learn the administrative side of the house, and all that submarine stuff I'll leave alone because I have enough time to learn it all in eight days. So it's kind of what I did. But what happened when the fiscal year ended? Because of my attitude, the captain was so happy and uh, I appreciated my performance and my attitude. He said, we're going to extend you for another year. I said, well, okay. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to be here for another year, I might as well get involved and learn what these guys do. It would be a great experience. Attitude. So here I am. I went so far as to go on one of the exercises. I had a great time with the submariners on an exercise doing submarine stuff instead of doing stuff with ships. Well, luck has it, you know, the next year in the month of like April or May, I get a phone call. I'm working in a yard on Saturday morning. I get a phone call. Ding, ding. It's one of the captains from the Submariner community. He said, hello, is this Commander Dodd? I said, yes, Commander Dodd. He said, hello, Commander Dodd. We'd like for you to run and head up one of our exercises in June. I said, what? We want you to head up an exercise in June. I said, you got to kidding me. I said, I've only been on one of these exercises. That's okay. I said, how did I, how did I get selected for this? Well, he said, well, we went to the head of the unit and uh, the second in charge of the unit, uh, which is called the executive officer. We asked him, if there was someone you were going to put in charge of an exercise, who would it be? And they chose you. I said, oh. Well, like I said, I've only been on one of these exercises. He said, don't worry. We're going to go put some senior enlisted people who know everything you need to know around you so you'll do fine. So I did, and I had a great experience, but I got selected for a job I wasn't qualified for. Why? Because I was qualified? No, because I had a great attitude. What I always tell, I used to tell my buddy when I worked with him, I said, it's more important to get people who have a great attitude and that you can get along with because you can teach the skill, but you can't teach attitude. You get someone with a bad attitude, or you uh, there were two things that, excuse me, two things that say you need for people who have good employees. And number one, you need to show up, and number two, they need to have a good attitude. Because you can teach all the rest. If they got a great attitude, they can learn. And if they show up, you can teach them. So many times, there have been times when people have been on the job that's got all this education and experience, but they're not there half the time. So what good are they if they're not there? Give me a team that I can train that's going to be there, and I'll do better than you every time than a team that's either got a bad attitude or doesn't show up. It's just incredible. So attitude is critical. That's the lesson I wanted to teach today on attitude. One other experience I always talk about also, with having a great attitude, I was over in Iraq. Uh, a quick story, uh, my boss used to always ask me when I was in the reserves working for the insurance company, he said, you ever think they'll call you up? I said, oh, no. Too many people want to make rank. I don't, 
just so I can't make rain. My wife said, as long as I, I do my job on the weekend, get paid, I should be good. Wow, luck has it. I got my clearance, and all of a sudden I get a call from a, what they call a coroner, which is a, a medical person. And they call me at work, and it's like, hello, hey, how you doing? I said, guess what, Commander? Your number is up. You're going to Iraq. I said, no, you're kidding me. For a year. <laughs> oh, man. So luck has it. I got uh, called up, and I went to Iraq for a year. Well, uh, one of the things I was doing, I was on uh, Basra, Iraq, which is a, a base in southern Iraq. And uh, while I was there, you know, I kept a good attitude. And I used to put little, um, just like I do the memes here, I, I used to put uh, physical notes up every every day. And then one time I missed it, someone said, hey, where's the note? And I was like, I didn't think people were actually reading my note. So I continued to put my note up. But what happened, the whole time I was there, I had a, a great attitude. So the last day I was there, I remember vividly walking from the building we ate to the building that we worked. And a soldier stops me. He said, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I said, what do you mean what's wrong with me? He said, every time I see you, you've got a great attitude. I said, I'm, I just love life. And... Uh, I went on and I reflected on that, that you never know who's watching. So you've got to keep your attitude up. And how do you do that? Great self-talk, coach talk, coaching yourself into that mode that you need to be in, picking yourself up. If you find yourself dipping below a five, then tell yourself, brave out, knock it off, get back in the game, get your head in the game. It's time to focus and get something done and then get it done and keep that energy up. People are watching. People you don't even know are watching are watching. I can't tell you how many times I, I would meet people in the insurance buildings that always saw me but never said anything. And then when we finally met and talked, they're like, I always see you and you always got a smile on your face like something's really good going on. Attitude makes a difference. People want to be around people with great attitudes. If you got this warm look on your face, people will try to avoid you, go around the other way, just so they don't have to say hi and then hear all your problems because they've got enough of their own. They don't want to hear your problems. Um, they just want to, if they happen to walk by, they just try to be nice, like, how are you doing? They don't expect you to tell them, uh, hold him captive for the next half hour telling him exactly how you're doing. Which is kind of kind of interesting because a lot of times you think, well, someone asks you the question, they, they actually mean it, but a lot of times people don't and they're thinking of themselves, which is sad. But don't be that person. Be the one that wants to listen and you want a friend for life. That's my lesson today and uh, like I had talked about yesterday, I was talking about people. The, the uh, captain from the Samuel B. Adams, Samuel B. Roberts, the ship, he talked about it was building people, and it was because of the people that the ship did not sink and that he was alive today. Because of those sailors, he respected them. When you respect people, 
people remember that and they, they appreciate you no matter what level they are respect them we're all the same we're no different there's no such thing as talking down to people everyone knows something that others don't know and it's it's in your best interest and their best interest well actually as a leader you need to respect them and build them up because they need it people built you up you need to play forward and build them up that's it again i uh two days ago i talked about investing in yourself and i keep talking about that and i'm working on some things that uh you need and like i had mentioned uh one of my mentors talked about how um and all those who have succeeded talk about how they stopped counting how much money they put in themselves but each time you take something it builds a little more piece of that puzzle as you refine that process to get you to where you need to be so that you can address your audience and help build them up so that they succeed because as zig ziglar said you have anything you want if you help enough people get what they want and that's the whole deal we're, we're here to help you and it's not even a matter of help you get what you want help you live your passion what's deep inside what you wants to come out but you just haven't built the confidence to to share it yet and that's why i'm here begging and pleading every night you are better than you think you are you just have to believe it and once it clicks your whole world will change for you you'll realize and then you'll impact lives in a great way and that's my lesson tonight you have a good evening and i will see you uh, make sure you uh, let others know about this so that they can become a part of this great this great community that we're putting together I appreciate you. Thank you. Good night.